Welcome, welcome. Today we just finished this, my favorite workout. Such a great workout. Cadence is in the building. I'm here with Yahan, and we're going to talk about your concept of getting out of your head and stepping into the party. And you've been doing Cadence. You were at Premier Studio nine years. You've been doing a spin studio in Montreal, right? Absolutely, nine years and getting ready for another 20. Absolutely. So tell me about this. First, I want to go back. Take me back. Nine years ago, there wasn't any ride to the rhythm. You weren't having a party on a bike. So why did you decide, let me step out of the gym world and into a spin bike and make it a party? I was always um, in the gym world. I was giving personal training um, at various gyms, MAA, Vic Park when it opened. I was giving classes at Good Life Fitness in the West Island. I was giving classes at Cisco Gym. I was giving classes at Mansfield. I was giving classes at Sanctuary, Midtown Square. Um, the one thing I saw in people is that they were dying to break out of a strict regimen and performance regimen. And I think we'll get into performance regimen eventually in this podcast, but I wanted to get people out of the performance, as I did myself as a, as a sort of a semi-pro cyclist and into a party regimen. So I didn't want to maintain that sort of strict performance level that I was seeing in trainers in many of the gyms I was giving classes at. And I wanted to break out into a party that SoulCycle was always already doing in Manhattan for their first year. In yeah. 2010, I guess, 2010, 2009, and they had a jump start. They were the first ones to do it, to get a party going. So tell me, because this is so important, right? Everybody's always scared of the leap, right? It's always because you're making money, you're working out at every single gym in the Montreal, you're the spin guy, everybody knows you, and then you decide, let me invest, let me open up my own place, and let me start my own business. So what was the turning point? What was that tipping point that made you say, I'm going to transition into making this my own business, putting my name on it, and turning this into what your vision was? Funny enough, for everyone it's different. Um, in my case, yeah. someone saw it in me. Someone saw it in me. I was teaching a class downtown MAA, yeah. Clips of CFNA, which is uh, coincidentally getting torn down now yeah. um, because they're rebuilding it to something else. And someone saw it in me. And someone said, Yaron, you got something special and I want you to go to my, uh, my boss, my bank manager at Scotiabank. Yeah. I want you to get a small business loan. So was that scary for you? Did you do it on your own or with partners? No, on my own. Okay. And um, I was just getting married at the time. And uh, I told my wife, I was working with my father, as many of the young professionals in, in this city right now, working with their parents yeah. or working with their families. And um, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit what I have with my dad. I'm going to quit what I have with my dad and what I have... Uh, with a steady income, yeah, with my family, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Scotiabank, where this lady from MAA said her her uh, her boss is a bank manager at Scotia, and I'm gonna get a small business loan uh, from Scotia. And my wife has always been uh, behind me. So friends. support, so, so you had the support. 
she always told me, but it doesn't make a difference if it's support. You just got to believe because like, even if you have the support and you don't believe that you can do it, it won't make a difference. So you can have the support and not believe in yourself and you won't do it. So you took the leap and was it, so it was scary? And I went up to her and she, she the, the, the woman that said, and I went up to, to her and said, I'll do it. And she said, I'll bring you into the, to my boss yeah. at Scotia. And we approached him with the, with the, with the idea. And um, he's like, he's like, yeah, give me the, uh, give me the numbers. Give me the numbers of what you want to do. I said, I want to open a spin studio yeah. uh, with 20 bikes. Today we have uh, 40 at Cadence, but 20 bikes, small. And uh, we're going to charge about $25 a class. And we're going to make it amazing. And his response immediately was, why would someone pay for something to get free at gyms? Because at the time, um, spinning was only done for free. Yeah, at gyms. At it's gyms. one of the classes. So why That's would someone pay for something? And I, my response to the bank manager was like, because um, it's going to be really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I and, he was like, and he was like, uh, excuse my language, he was like, fuck off. Yeah. We don't want to do that. And? Um, so I went to an accountant and we wrote up a business plan yep. for what a spin studio can do with 20 bikes at $25 a class with some extra stuff. Some extra cycling stuff, which we're going to go into next uh, with some extra like sort of performance cycling stuff so that it'll keep the revenue up. And we wrote a whole business plan sort of that, that's in my basement now tucked into the attic. Yeah. And that no one really looks at because it's sort of BS right now. Yeah. But um, this business plan was rewritten uh, seven times until they accepted it at Scotiabank. And that's not a loan of a million dollars. That's a loan of $119,000 mm. for a small business loan at Scotia. And that's what we started. And they approached me. I wasn't my, as is now, I mean, as is now, they're approaching me to grow Cadence. So they approached me from Scotia to, you know, do this. So I was inspired by people that came to us to open it up Ten, nine years ago to do it and, and they said no. So even think, you think like someone came to you for your idea and like uh, SoulCycle had it going for a year already and you want to do it and like you can't even get 109, and $119,000 is not a lot of money to start a small business. No, of course not. But so let me walk you through real quick because to me you're such an, you know, and I know you don't, you're, you don't take compliments super well, but let me just roll with this for a hot second, is that there's so many people in the fitness game that have a passion, that are doing something, but they're really scared to launch off and do their own thing. So there's always that fear. And for you, yeah, people believed in you, but anybody that's walked into your spin studio gets the passion that you have. It's unbelievable. Like you truly give your heart, you care. People come in and they have a party and that's become really the, it's really become the trademark of Cadence. So the, 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 really the takeaway for anybody listening to that, that's scared of taking that leap into their own business. It's about going to what you're really, really good at, what you're really, really passionate about and what you would do no matter what, even if you didn't get paid to do it. And then you work the business plan, obviously work the projections, get that loan and get it done. I want to go through 
what makes cadence cadence, which is to, to me, it's this, and to you, it's this performance party scene. So tell me how you feel. How does, or when, when somebody walks into cadence, what's the experience that you give them? Why be scared? Why be scared? Because like, anything you do, anything you, you do when you start to do it, anything you endeavor, any, anything you jump into, why be scared from the get-go? If you're jumping into it, nothing will happen. You gotta think about, you know, I'm not a pessimist by any means, but if you jump into something, okay, and you go full force into it, what's gonna happen? It's, it's exactly like the minute parts of this ride. When you're riding to the beat, mm. and if you keep, if you keep, cause like, you started this podcast by singing the track, Got a piece of your heart, piece of your love. Down, 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 down. And if you keep that saying down, 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 doesn't matter where I turn me on. If you keep that same vibe, it's just like life. If you keep that same role, so what's gonna happen? So wait. So if I change a track into nice for what or ambitions of a rider or empire state of mind, or if I change it into Nicki Minaj track or swim good, or if I change it to swimming pools or sh hot shower, what's going to happen? You're going, oh my God, I, 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 I missed the beat. Like what's going to happen to you? It's the same thing with life. What's, what's going to happen if you, if you, if you mishap this loan that I was just talking about? Yeah. Okay, from Scotia. Yeah. If you if you bankrupt the loan, yeah. you're back at your beginning point. You're back at just where you were with your dad, working with your dad. Nothing, you didn't step back. You're exactly where you were. To me, it's funny because- So what's my, the difference? To me, my biggest fear is not the stepping in, it's the what if. What if I didn't do that? Imagine what, what if you didn't and you knew that this was your gift. You knew that, like we know, anybody that's ever known you knows that this is what you're passionate about. So imagine if you wouldn't have stepped into this. And yeah, it sucks and there's, you know, hard times and you change of instructors and change of, change of all of that. But imagine if you didn't. So a lot of the times it's shifting from this fear of failure if I step in to this fear of really not stepping into your potential. You would have been in the same place. You wouldn't have backstepped one bit. You wouldn't have backstepped one bit. I mean, everything that I've been through in nine years of cadence, everything from the, from the, from the eviction of the old plays to breaking ankles to bleeding yeah. to, to crying to, to getting fights with my family to having three kids and everything led to this point. But if you would have done nothing, then wouldn't, nothing wouldn't happen. You would have stayed in the same spot. And by no means am I like, you know, you look at sometimes, you know, I analyze a lot of rappers and a lot of like actors and their journeys. And if you look at like three guys like Jay-Z, Kanye West and Eminem, just random, random guys. Mm. It's like you got Eminem and Jay-Z, you give them like maybe lower, a little bit of lower class upbringing is the Kanye from a little bit higher mm. and then uh, bring in a th bring in a fourth guy like Michael Jordan okay right he was also upper class like a little bit like, brought up in a good home not upper but sort of a good home they all got to this stardom 
right? They all got to some sort of stardom that's above and beyond what, what any of us, uh, Amir and, and, and Tamara and Sonia, what you can imagine, right? They got to stardom like craziness. But, yeah, but, but did they have something in their hearts that was bigger or like passion that was like, that got them? It has nothing to do with your upbringing or your, or your social status or your, 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 you know, they had that passion and they had that drive and they are where they are now. And if they wouldn't have tried and if they wouldn't have put that first lyric on the radio or shot that first free throw, mm -hmm. then, then yeah, he would have been, Michael Jordan would have been with his brothers and doing whatever they do over there or, or, or Jay-Z would have been there. But, like, but they all took the shot. But they wouldn't, have, if they didn't try, they wouldn't have lost anything. They just would have been in the same spot. So like, you know what I say? Don't even worry about, if, you, if, you just, if your decision is to not try, at the end of the day, if your decision is to not try, like if I close the lid, I'm stay with my dad, and you know, my dad worked in, in the, the jewelry business, same with my dad, and worked, I would have been today still working in the jewelry business and sitting with him in an office somewhere in slacks. Yeah, I'd be in the fashion industry. Okay, still, great, right? but nothing, nothing would have been happened, nothing would have happened, so what? So we've been saying, we've all been healthy. I probably still would have had my three kids and married my wife and had you guys, and like, maybe I would have met you or maybe not, probably not. But it, nothing would have happened. So if you're not going to try, just notice that you made a decision to stay right there. So Look at yourself ask, right so there where you are. let me ask you something. There's something about you specifically that you're so passionate about what you do every single ride, every single day. So walk me through, tell me, where do you get this passion every single time? Because people go, what do you mean still spin after nine years every single, you know, you come in, you're, it's a DJ, you're thrown, I, I feel like I'm in a club, I don't go out anymore, I just come here. So how do you keep that passion that you have for every single spin ride? So that was the, that, I think that's, that's the, I think that's the main, I think that's the main benefit to the decision of M&A, Michael Jordan, Jay-Z, and Kanye to go through and saying yes to their passion mm -hmm. and saying, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. You know, Kanye said, I'm not going to stay in school, college dropout, I'm going to do it. And the reason you can keep going with all the criticism and like I'm not comparing myself to these guys, these guys are in, in insane, but like the reason that you can keep going is because we would do it. I mean, I would DJ and spin in an empty room. Right, right. Uh, I just, love that. That's, just for, just for, just for shits and giggles, yeah. I would get on a, a set of rollers. I don't know if you, you guys can look up uh, what the cycling rollers are online, and I would put a computer and a, and a DJ board, a cheap DJ board beside me, and I would just spin and mix music by myself, just for the, just for the rush, just on my own without anyone watching me. And I mean, to ask me why, how I keep doing it every single day, I mean, I'd keep doing it on vacation if I was yep. sitting in, sitting on a, on a beach somewhere, ask my wife, 
I packed my DJ board and the, the people at security asked me, why are you carrying this thing? Um, I can't, I, we can't board this on the plane and it has a charger and we got to figure out where to store it. And like, I, I can't go on vacation without plugging it in or, or cause I can't wake up and like in between when my kids are crying, I want a DJ. So to ask me how I keep doing is ask me another question. Ask me how I can close it or not, not do it. See, but I, I, and I, and I wish this podcast could have actually video because you feel it so much. And this is so helpful because so many people don't know how to live from their passion, their purpose. They don't get it. They don't, I coach people every single day and they're like, how do I find that passion? How do I find that purpose? And you really spoke to that and said, if you were to do one thing every single day, not for the money, without it being generated, what would you come from your heart and what would you do over and over and over if you could do absolutely anything? So for you, it's so clear that, that you're on passion with what it is that you're doing and that's why people feel and that's why people follow. So if you feel that, you know, in your business, in your life, nobody's following you, nobody's inspired by you, it's because maybe there's a slight shift because once you step into this room and you put your DJ set on and you put the music and the bike, people are inspired and people want more. So I love that. Tell me about the energy in the room. What's up with the party versus the performance? Tell me how, and tell me how, because most people, most women, you have the hottest and the fittest girls in, in, in the city coming into your spin studio. Number one, how do you get them so fit, but while having so much fun? I think that so many people, especially the people that ride in the, in the packed rides, in the absolutely packed party rides at Cadence, they connect. We're actually having an issue right now at Cadence with the night times. We moved to this spot a year and a half ago, and it's funny because 9.15, you know, like people would make synonymous with like uh, moms dropping off yeah, their all, kids. Yeah, it is all mom and drop like, offs. Yeah, drop offs. And, <laughs> they go straight from school to cadence. Yeah. And it's funny because like the hottest women in the city are the moms that are dropping their kids off and coming at 9.15. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And we're having a, a lot of trouble at cadence with uh, the night rides as of late. Uh, since we moved to the uh, address at 100 Dresden, we moved out of 2585 Bates, where we were for eight years. So, um, and it's funny because I think the, the, the moms that drop off their kids um, at, at eight and come here for nine realize this continuum between performance and party. And they're right in the middle of that line. So, like, if you would super party, but you would like super gauge yourself and they're right in the middle of smiling and jamming to the beat and sort of getting that vibe of what I did before when I would like peace at your heart, and they get it and they're like in that rhythm and at the same time as they're doing that rhythm, they're cranking up the resistance and seeing where they can perform to the same beat. Uh, whereas at night, they're sort of not sure 
where they are in the continuum. So in response to your previous question is like, where is my goal and where is my passion and what am I supposed to be in life? So they're sort of there at night, whereas in the morning, these ladies see exactly where they are. They see exactly where their performance is in respect. Well, I would say 90 to 80% of the class, they see exactly where they are. And which is why it makes it a perfect mesh between party to performance. And I think that was originally where we wanted to start this podcast is where like, where are you supposed to party? Where are you supposed to perform? And that can go for any means. I mean, nutrition, where are you supposed to drink and have nachos and drink lychee sangrias? Where are you supposed to be gluten-free? Where are you supposed to... Where you're supposed to go to that place where you're eating salads and celery and having nothing and, and, and juicing? Or am I supposed to be partying? You're all put, we're all put in that spot where we have to make a decision. It's never, it's not being like Alcoholics Anonymous. It's not like I'm not having any alcohol. People can do that. People have done that. Yeah. I mean, we know a lot of people have gone clean off of, you know, certain certain outer you know but like where we we got all eat so am i going gluten free am i so what's so your go to so what's your cadence methodology where are you in this continuum on the spectrum and it's funny because i haven't found it like it's a good okay. question i haven't found it i'm 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 trying to find that for the night i'm trying to so figure you know out what, can i tell you what i think go ahead here's here's the thing if you look at your 915 crowd it's all about it's their schedule. It's the routine. Once you build that into your routine, like these girls know that's why it's successful for them because they drop off, they come straight here. It's build their routine and then they'll go and they can do whatever takes them through their day after. What you need to do is then build, and to me it's a different target market. It's not the same target market. It's a different target market because the mom target market is the 915. They drop off, they come. The six o'clock, we're at bath time, food time, husband time, all this kind of stuff. So for us to pull from the family time to come into six o'clock is not that. The six o'clock is your young, your single girls, your girls that are doing that before going out for dinner. So you have to start hitting a different target market, speaking a different message and branding it to a different um, market that are my girls that are not home with their kids and their husbands or whatever. And then you have to build it into the routine because as we go into even this talk, which is the spectrum of going from productivity to party, the very best where you set yourself in the middle and it kind of seesaws between one or the other. If we understand that there's a time to party and there's a time to produce and the ultimate in productivity is actually structuring your life because then there's key moments there's key moments to work there's key moments to party there's key to me cadence is my my time to get into my head and to party because i just love the music and it gets me it gets me juiced for my day so the, the, in order for you to hit that 6 a.m., it's a different conversation. It's not your moms. Your moms are making dinner somewhere. It's a different market. And it's the girls that are going from here to then going for dinner around 7.30, 8 o'clock. They're probably showering here, and then they're going to this. Also, your location. Anyways, we could get more to that. But to me, there's really the reason why the 9.15 is working so well for those moms is every single day or they're three times a week. or It's the same people that come, they drop off, they come here, and then the rest of the day can move away. Let me ask you. Yeah, go. You, you know what? You said it exactly. You said it exactly. But... 
it's funny the way you put it because, um, you know, super routine at nine. You mm -hmm. drop off the kids and you get here. And at night it's a little less routine. 100%. And like if, if um, and I saw it at, back when we were at our other place a year and a half ago. If a girl liked the guy that came here or a guy liked the girl that came here, that was the one thing that drew them here. So we you can know? do cadence speed. And wait. Oh, sorry. And it's wait. Kind of because, because. Guys, we are launching the cadence spin dating. <laughs> it's not even dating. It's like you, like you, you asked me whether it was passion that, that made you come here or, or, or passion that made you start your own thing. Whatever you feel in your heart, people know, I believe truly in people that know that what's inherently good and they know what's inherently positive. So yeah. if you feel for a girl, if you feel for a guy or you, know, you want to take a, a break for, from studying from exams or, or like whatever it is that's drawing you to somewhere or something, it doesn't have to be cadence. You know, we're talking about cadence right now. But I want to I wanna like reiterate this thing that we're calling this continuum of performance to party. You know, it's all of life. Whatever you feel and you're like, that goes for Tamara and Amir and you, Sonia, and me. Whatever you feel in your heart, they're like, I've always wanted to bike race. Right? I've always wanted to get on a bike and, and race a bike for a living. Right? Mm. But I know in my heart that I can actually kill myself if I hit the, the cement in spandex and a plastic hat. Right? Yeah. So I know that that's wrong if I want to start a family. Like I know in my heart that that's wrong. Mm. But you know in your heart, I really like this guy. You know, and it's exactly what we started the podcast with. Like, what made you scared to start Cadence? Like, you'll be in the same spot if you don't start Cadence. You'll be in the same spot working the same job. So if it's in your heart, I like this guy. He goes to Cadence and like, and a lot of people at night, back to the nights, a mm -hmm. lot of people at night, they went to Cadence. I'm just using the guy-girl thing yeah. as an example. They came to Cadence from that one reason or like, for a reason of like, oh, I want to party first and work out second. So party first, so go, so try it. So party first and then work out second. You're saying like it's a routine. These women have a routine, so they drop up the kids and they come in. That's a good reason. But all things in your heart will lead to that proper, to that proper timeline eventually. If you go with what's your passion, it'll eventually lead. And I think that's why the nights are down for now because a lot of younger kids from that, because you have still, I would say, not a younger crowd at night here at Cadence. You don't, and it, it, it is a destination. I mean, yeah. it's not in a location. We'll get to that later. But if you go with what's inside yourself to party rather than structure, you will get there, and that was the that was the initial that was the initial topic. But if you do go that direction, you will get to eventually where you want to be. So here's what I what I see with that: if you're if 
let's say the night red, okay? So one, you set your target market. Who's your market? It's not, let's say we put away the mom because she's making dinner and she's with the kids and she probably came in the morning. And now we're looking at the different target market. Here's how to expand and grow. Two things. Number one, as a business owner, you're going to go, who are my people that will bring people? Okay, because the story of my life, why do you think I roll around with a tribe? That's how I roll, which is that when I come, I recruit for two reasons. One, a very selfish one, because I know that if my people will come, I'm going to come and it's going to and it's going to be fun. And number two is I want to recruit my people so that they have fun and we grow and we that. So number one is you need to have the first person have a good time and then for her to start recruiting into other people and bringing her friends to the party, which is why, you know, this is the business, that's your business model anymore. So that's number one for the business. Number two is when you, the first reason that makes you want to come in and work out, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to have a circle, whether it is, you know, you brought back relationships. Well, the, the easiest place to meet people are, you know, in a gym, in a fitness center. Why? You're probably not jammed up you're you're having a good time there's things that you have in common and you're able to just kind of you know put your guards down you're not out in the club and you're having a good time so for the person who wants to start to get into a fitness world whether it's spinning or any other thing what you really want to do is like what are your goals right what are these passions and what are and then you come and but then honestly you need that routine because a person that will only come once every week or once every two weeks you're not going to start feeling the juice feeling that high you need to keep with that high and that's why it's so important for people to stay in a workout with you know two three times four times a week because then you're hitting that high and then it's creating a community and you've done that really well. And that's where you and I have so much in common in terms of creating a community of people that that inspire other people. You see in your in your in your here, they're all smiling at each other. Everybody's having a good time. So it's not just about the fitness and the power and the da, but it's really about the good time. And what you also do really well is you're able to, yes, you're go to performance and you'll show people how to get on the right foot, how to, but you'll also let it loose and let people just be where they're at, whether it's beginner, intermediate, or super advanced. It's really okay for people to just be where they're at. So let's give me your final note. Tell me, tell me, give me like the final pointer, the final takeaway, the final. The one thing that I can there's there's this thing I feel when I'm giving a, especially a full ride. There's this thing that I feel. Um, cause it's like, uh, I'm not, I, I would by no means, it looks like I am when I'm up here. It looks like I'm like a free spirit. It looks like when I'm hanging around, like if you've ever watched our Instagrams that, uh, Tamara shoots that works with us, you'll see me hanging from the beams and standing on the handlebars, uh, that I don't think any instructor does that I've seen. And it looks like I'm a super free spirit. And there's this thing that happens while I'm doing it and I can sort of see myself as you guys see me, like as the crowd sees me. And I can sort of see myself from you guys mm -hmm. and how I look when I'm doing it. And sometimes even when I'm standing on the bars or hanging from the ceiling, um, I can see myself 
as anyone is, I can almost see myself in a bad mood if I'm in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And I can see, and like I tell myself, you run, you're you're in a bad mood now, and they can see it, and people can see it mm-hmm. that you're in a not so good mood. So, I think that sometimes when you go into maybe places that you're performing or if you're going to your first interview or your first uh your first date or your first class if it's in school and you can do that for a second sort of think of the the way others see you in that moment and ask yourself how am i how am i portraying myself right now am i confident am i partying Am I loose? Am I giving off a vibe that I'm open right now in this podcast? Am I giving off the vibe that I'm genuine or I'm lying? Am I lying now in this podcast? Right? You, you can you can feel yourself and the way people feel you at any point in time. And if you do that constantly, you'll be able to put out your true self. And once you put out your true self into the universe, the universe will react accordingly back to you. And I guarantee you 99% of the time, if you put out your true self, the universe will react in ways that you want it to react to you back. Mm-hmm. Like you you'll need that, you know? If if you're oh, they can see that I'm in a bad mood now. They can see I'm going to my first date. She can see, she can see that I'm not into this date. She can see it. So, that's good. You don't want that girl. Mm. Or you don't want this job. Or you want this class. And you don't need those people in your class. Or you don't want this girl. You don't need this job. So, make it genuine. Make it real. Anything you do, make the passion shine through. If you're if your performance structured, make yourself a performance structure if you're party structured make yourself party if you're in the middle make it in the middle you'll end up where you need to be no matter what it is in life i mean if you're amazing at scrambling friggin eggs scramble those motherfuckers scramble those motherfuckers yeah scramble them <laughs> you know what i mean I, it's not a joke I mean, it's not a joke if you can wash cars if you can mow lawns mow that fucking lawn if you can collect garbage, I got junk. There's a million companies that came from people that have passion for what they know is right. They genuinely in themselves know is right. Do that. Do that. I love it. I love it. On that note, I think you can even feel this passion. That's that's what you are. Like you're all passion, you're all heart. I just I know I speak for so many to say thank you. You're you know what? Your passion is beyond and we will support you every single way as you grow and scale this to absolutely everywhere. Thank you so much. Follow Cadence Cycle. Yahan, you're amazing. We can't wait for so much more. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye.